We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, oh, it's such a long day at Magic Kingdom today. Oh, I'm so tired. It was cold out. Yeah, what's what's this new CD thing that they have on the monorail? It's a button. It says CD. What does that even mean? CDs are kind of old school, right? It's a cookie and cocoa dispenser. What? It's new. Welcome to episode 82 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Santa Claus. So what do you guys think of the Santa Claus? We're talking about the movie here, the Disney movie. And I actually just watched it today. Uh-huh. And when, right before you know we started, we turned it on, I was like, you know something? Is the Santa Claus movie, even though I wrote the history, is it a Disney movie? And it is for sure a Disney movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, it has the whole Disney intro uh, when the when it first opens up, you know. And obviously, when we talk about the history, we're we're gonna go into a little bit why Disney picked up this movie because mm-hmm. originally it wasn't right. a Disney movie, right? Uh, but what do you guys think of it, Alex? Uh, I like it. It's a good movie. It's you know, <laughs> it's funny because I was looking something and I did I don't know why I didn't realize this. I got some bad spelling. I don't know, but I never realized. The E, like there being an E and there's not supposed to be E, never factored yeah. to me. No? No. Until when? Like recently? Like Until I saw a video. And so oh, I was really? Like, it's Santa Claus with an E for a reason. I was like, oh, yeah, there is no E on Santa Claus. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> so, but you like it, though. It's a good movie, right? It's a Funny. great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's definitely. How about you, Jim? What do you think of it? No, it's a good movie. I mean, I've got my, my Christmas movies and it's not like my go-to top one, but... You know, we watch it when it's around. We don't go out of our way to watch it, but I'm pretty oh, sure we watched it last year. It's no Die Hard. You, you know what? My wife says Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, and that's because we, to... we will spend the whole hour debating this. That's because she doesn't want to watch it. <laughs> I said I have to watch your Christmas movies. You watch one of mine. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, I don't remember ever. I remember watching Die Hard when I was younger, but uh-huh. I haven't seen it recently. Oh, I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to. It is absolutely. It is a it is our one of our family's Christmas movies. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That um, I'm gonna have to watch that one for sure. And we were talking about you know because you watch all these movies that are Christmas movies, mm-hmm. and this is gonna be our last Christmas episode, yeah. right? Holiday episode, uh, because you know this is this is gonna be airing. I think what uh, a couple days after Christmas, five days after Christmas, I think, or like four days after Christmas. Yeah. So this is our last like in that theming of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just watched it today. Really good Christmas movie. Really funny. There's some, you know, those jokes that will go go over the little, you know, kid's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Allen, Tim Allen in, in it is hilarious. He's really funny. He has all these one-liners that yeah. get you, you know, really fun that that are really good and funny. Um, and at the end, it really gives a really good message. Uh, and it really does. I feel like it, this, like Elf, or just like any other Christmas movie. I feel like this is a good Christmas movie for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you had to rate it, I, I thought about it today. When I was going to rate eight, eight, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Really? Yeah, yeah eight out of ten for sure. What? What are you going to rate it, Alex? I would give it an eight. Yeah, I think it's a solid eight. What do you think, Jen? Mm, nope, I'm going to go. I, I, uh, 
seven. I'll I'll be nice. No, what no, would no. you rate what it? would you rate it? A six? No, I would say seven. What, it's okay. Okay, so you but what would you normally rate it? Like you say six, five, seven? Okay, seven. Seven's pretty good rating, I would say. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. I have no issue with it. It's just not in my normal um repertoire of holiday movies. My favorite part of the movie is the weenie whistle. That's your favorite part of the movie? Yeah, man. At the very end, when he brings out the weenie whistle, and that kind of nowhere, she's like, yeah, yeah. ooh, it blows into it. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, <laughs> it's a good movie. I mean, yeah. Jen, how, how, why would you say, what, top five, what are your to go to Christmas movies um, that you have to watch every year? So, Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a big one. Um, I grew up on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, so yep. that's probably our number one for our family. Because mm-hmm. some people don't agree, but that is. No, um, we just watched Elf the other night. Yep. That one's yeah. that one's a good one. I mean, we before TBS showed a Christmas story around the clock. That was one that was absolutely in our regular repertoire. Mm-hmm. So, like movies like that, I guess. I mean, Die Hard we added in the past few years because you know it stemmed from an argument, and then we watched it, and we're like, "Yeah, that's a good movie." So now it's just funny, and yeah. So those are those are my normal ones. I would say my top three are um, Christmas Story, uh, National Lampoon's, and Home Alone. Yeah, those are all great. So far this year, I've watched Christmas Vacation, which is I love that movie. Yeah, I just watched it. Last night. I'm not sure if you guys... I'm not allowed to watch it till I can watch it with the entire family, I was told, so... Mm. I'm not sure if you guys noticed it, but there's also a lot more Christmas decorations that have National Lampoon the Christmas vacation in it. So you go around, you see the RV, you know, that uh, Eddie pulls up in. Uh There's now the Christmas... The the car with the Christmas tree on top of it. The station wagon with the Christmas tree. Uh I've seen a whole bunch of those um, decorations this year, blow-ups, you know? Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't see those last year, but I'm seeing a lot more of those blow ups this year oh yeah yeah yeah. uh you know for me san santa claus mm-hmm. um elf mm-hmm. christmas vacation jingle all the way home jingle alone the way, yeah. polar express polar christmas express. story those are the ones i've watched almost all of them so far this year uh looking forward i haven't watched polar express yet which i'm hoping to watch tomorrow and christmas story is usually on christmas eve yeah we just we're halfway through polar express right now we're waiting for emma to finish it and then we haven't watched jingle all the way yet but all the other ones we've watched Oh, Jingle All the Way is good. We just watched that one today. Let's get to the his on the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus is a 1994 American Christmas comedy written by Leo Benvenuti and Steve Rudnick and directed by John Pasquin. The film stars Tim Allen as Scott Calvin, an ordinary man who accidentally causes Santa played by Tim Allen's actual stunt double, Steve Luchesco, to fall from his roof on Christmas Eve. Scott Calvin takes on the job as Santa for the night, as he and his young son Charlie finish St. Nick's trip and deliveries. They go to the North Pole, where Scott learns that he must become the new Santa, and convince those he loves that he is indeed Santa Claus. The film was released on November 11, 1994, and grossed $189 million. It received mixed reviews at the time, it has since become a Christmas time staple among viewers and has led to two sequels, The Santa Claus 2, 2002, and The Santa Claus 3, The Escape Clause, 2006, which were both successful but had a less favorable critical response than the original. Uh, the whole movie, though, the whole movie is Tim Allen, uh, Scott, Scott Calvin, mm-hmm. trying to convince everyone that 
he is really well. His son and him obviously know that he's Santa Claus the whole movie, right? No. Huh? Halfway through, he like almost halfway through, he's saying he's not Santa Claus. He yeah, 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 yeah. He so, doesn't even believe he's Santa yeah, yeah, Claus. Yeah, he doesn't, right? But right. at one point, it's kind of like he gets through because his son has so much faith in him. He's just like, you know something? I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm Santa Claus, and he like. I don't uh, think it's based on his son's faith. It's based on the fact that he's overweight and cannot stop growing white hair, I mean, white beard. Uh, <laughs> That's what kind of pushes him over the edge. <laughs> well, I mean, that has something to do with it, right? But even after all that, he. I mean, when he he sit there and he had that scene where he shaves his beard and it mm-hmm. comes right back, right? Yes. Even after that scene, he's still trying to convince everyone that he's not crazy, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gets to a point where his sons, he, like, he the whole point, like the whole thing is, you tell your kids, don't don't worry about what everyone else thinks, right? Right? Don't 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 care about it, right? This what does it make a difference what everyone else thinks about you? Mm. And he finally like clicks in his head at the end of the movie, like I'm not gonna care what everyone else thinks about me. I'm just gonna say I'm Santa Claus. Who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. And all, of course, all those other things kind of. I mean, I mean, when he's sitting there growing his beard and he's gaining all that weight, eventually he just gives in also. Right. Yeah. Scott Calvin, played by Tim Allen, is a successful toy salesman preparing to spend Christmas Eve with his young son, Charlie, played by Eric Lloyd. Scott wants Charlie to maintain his belief in Santa Claus, despite not believing himself. Scott's former wife, Laura, Wendy Crossan, and her psychiatrist husband, Dr. Neil Miller, Judge Reinhold, both stop believing in Santa at a young age and feel that Charlie needs to do so as well. On Christmas night, Scott and Charlie are awakened by a noise on the roof. Scott investigates and finds a man standing on the roof, whom Scott startles into slipping and falling to the ground. The man's body disappears and leaves behind a red suit and business card stating that if anything were to happen to Santa Claus, whoever is responsible would have to put on the suit and continue from where Santa left off. Insured by the card that the reindeer will know what to do and to please Charlie, Scott dons the suit and spends the rest of the night delivering gifts before the reindeer takes him to the North Pole. Once they arrive, Bernard David Krumholtz, the head elf, explains to Scott that because he put on the suit, he is subjected to a legal technicality known as the Santa Claus, meaning that he has agreed to accept all of Santa's duties and responsibilities and gives him 11 months to get his affairs in order before reporting back to the North Pole on Thanksgiving. Confused and overwhelmed, Scott changes into the pajamas provided to him and falls asleep. So that's where the, the clause with the E comes into place. Yeah, I know Family Guy made it really popular to do, but I love hearing the name of the movie in the movie. And I always say it like, I always say, oh, they said the movie. They said the name. So, uh-huh. he's like, <laughs> so when he says, it's a Santa Claus, everyone with theater was like, oh, they said it. They said the <laughs> name of the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, what would you guys do? What if this was you? I mean, I have, I'd have i have less fat and hair to grow than Scott Calvin did, but I, uh, I guess I'd become Santa Claus, I guess. I mean, you God, don't have a... Come on, man. You can't do anything we, we about got, it. We got to be Santa Claus. You got you to gotta go with it. And now, it's not nothing to talk about that. You know how old he was in the film? Yeah, he wasn't that old. He's 38. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they said it, you know, like they were like, oh, a 38-year-old guy or whatever. They yeah. like, went to the doctors and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, around 38, this is when you start gaining a little bit of weight and all these different <laughs> yeah, things, you know? It's like, a little bit of weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what he says. So what you're saying is, is that could be you. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny that you're saying it could be us, whatever. At one point, you know, after they go around, they deliver all the gifts, or, uh, you know, Charlie goes back to the class and is like, bring your father to work day, bring yep. your dad to school day, whatever, kind of mm-hmm. talk about what they do for a living. 
And so he comes, uh, Charlie's like, oh, my dad's Santa. And yeah. I record him. He's like, no, you know, I, I'm a toy maker. So I kind of have a relationship. I kind of maybe I could be Santa or whatever, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not Santa, but I do make toys type of thing. And there's this one kid like, and he, like Charlie's telling the whole story like, oh, yeah, my, uh, Santa was on the roof and he fell off. And then my dad put on the suit and became Santa. And then one kid's like this. So you're telling me if I push your dad off a roof, I can go <laughs> ahead and just put the suit on and become Santa? And this kid's trying to like work his way in how to become Santa. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, let's also let's talk about how, you know, Jingle All the Way, yes. right? The main character, he's a toy maker. This movie, the, uh, Scott Calvin, he's a toy maker, right? Mm-hmm. They're both like dads who are kind of goof-ups in a way. Right, originally they're not not there for their kids. What's up with all these movies about their dads not being there for their kids? Oh well, yeah, because have a... you have your redemption arc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I mean that's what that's what my wife said too. You got to have they, they they redeem themselves at the very end. It's uh-huh. kind of like they're putting some kind of like stereotype on dads there. <laughs> the next morning, Scott awakes in his own bed and believes that the events of the prior night were a dream until he sees that he is still wearing the pajamas that were given to him. Over the following year, Scott undergoes a drastic transformation. He begins to gain a large amount of weight, along with an increased liking for sweet food, especially milk and cookies. He later develops a thick beard that grows on his face despite attempts to shave it, and his hair whitens and proves immune to dying. Scott's altered state brings Laura and Neil to assumption that Scott is deliberately attempting to confuse Charlie and they successfully petition a judge to suspend Scott's visitation rights. Devastated, Scott goes to Laura and Neil's house on Thanksgiving. Desperate to help his father realize how important he is, Charlie shows Scott a magical snow globe that Bernard had given him, finally convincing Scott that he is Santa. After Scott asks Laura and Neil a minute to talk to Charlie alone, Bernard appears and transports him and Charlie to the North Pole. Believing that Scott has kidnapped Charlie, Laura and Neil contact the police. So during this part of the movie is one of my favorite scenes is when he shows, shows up to work and he's got the gray jog suit on because he yeah. can't fit in his clothes. And, <laughs> you know, and he's telling him like, oh, I don't know. I think I got sung by a bee or something. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it's ilk swelling will go down. And then they're like, let's have lunch. And he orders like, oh, I will think I'll have like a, a salad. And then he orders like 18 desserts. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like, I can't get a Caesar salad. And he's like, and a cheesecake and fudge, like a fudge sundae. Yeah. And ice cream. Su- yeah, yeah. Like a milkshake with the, he's like, I'll get the fudge. Like all the people like the staring at him. He's like, just put the fudge on the side though. <laughs> and then he gets all mad because the guy wants to put Santa in a, in a tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny too. Yeah, it's definitely, that's a good scene. And that's what I was kind of gonna... almost feel like that's you on vacation, Joe. Who, what, me eating all that dessert? Yeah. That's me on a Disney cruise. That's why I remember, you know. <laughs> For sure. That's, I have my, like, you know, I have my mid, uh, I have my morning ice cream, and then I have my, my lunch ice cream, and then my, you know, between lunch and dinner ice cream. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely me. <laughs> now, I like Scott Calvin, but I do like Dr. Neil Miller. Oh, yeah. Do you know what movie he was in, by the way? I do not. He was in uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where I know him from, Beverly okay. Hills Cop. But he's definitely really funny. In that. He's so funny. I like when he's like, he's trying to convince uh, the son that Santa's not real, and he's like, uh, "You never seen him, have you?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Well, have you seen a million dollars?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Then how do you know that's real?" He's like, oh, "I guess you got a good point there, kid." <laughs> I like when they're sitting there, and he's like, "So, uh, you know, at what age did you stop believing in Santa?" Uh-huh. And he's like, three years old." 
<laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. I was like, how do you remember anything at three years old? So online, you know, there's this whole theory that the elves, that it was planned for him to become Santa. Have you heard uh, of this? I did not know that. What does So hear? you just watched the movie, but if you do watch the movie again, there's elves everywhere in the movie. Um, there's elves in the beginning of the movie when they first start going or when start, uh, the movie starts starting up, there's an elf looking at the, in the window and the toys. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's an elf in his classroom when he's going, yeah. doing a thing. Did you see yeah, that Yeah, I do. I know what you're talking about. He's the only one that doesn't laugh when everyone's laughing at the fact that he's Santa Claus because mm-hmm. he knows he's Santa Claus. Uh, his name is Scott Calvin, SC. What are yeah. the chances? Oh, yeah. So, I don't think so. so they think they set him up for it? Yeah. And he's a toy and maker? Then, and the elves were, and then the elves are there afterwards and they leave. Like when he flies away, they finally like run away. The same yeah, yeah. elves. But no, the question is this also, is that why did the original Santa, why did he not want to be Santa anymore? He's just yeah. over it? There's theories around it. What's the theories that you read? That he is Santa and it's like a loop thing. Like Scott Like Galvin Groundhog Day? No, like like he went back in time and was Santa, and this is his like I don't know, it's crazy. Scott Calvin, yeah, like it's him. Like it was him. It was him, and it's just him giving himself Santa again. It's like crazy ideas. I don't know. Well, that's kind of interesting. Kind of like Back to the Future, almost in a way. Kind of. Kind of like why? Who would put that much effort into thinking about this? <laughs> Can we just watch a Christmas movie on the simplest level and just enjoy it and move on? No, Jen. We need to know. It's the elves. The elves being there in the beginning of the movie is what really throws you off. But why would the elves need to be there? Because they're there way before Santa even gets fallen, falls off the roof. Yeah, but why, if it's Scott and Calvin going back to give oh, it to himself, why would the elves need to be there? Because they're making sure everything goes according to plan. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept it. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, Scott sets out to deliver the gifts with Charlie in tow. However, upon arriving at Laura and Neil's home, Scott is arrested. The elves send a rescue team to help him escape from the jail. Scott returns to Laura and Neil's house and manages to convince them that he is Santa and asks Charlie to spend Christmas with them as they are his family too. Laura burns the court papers, banning Scott's visitation rights, and tells him that he can visit any time. Bernard then appears and tells Charlie that if he shakes his snow globe at any time, his father will appear. Before leaving, Scott gives Laura and Neil two Christmas presents that they never got as children, which caused their disbelief in Santa. Shortly after he leaves, Charlie summons Scott back home with the snow globe. Laura agrees to let Charlie go with Scott for a short ride in the sleigh. Scott embraces his new role as Santa and leaves with Charlie to deliver the presents. So the elves that come and save the day, mm-hmm. that's, like probably, that's probably my least favorite part of the movie. The ELFs? Yeah, I mean, I, kinda, they, I feel like they could have done that scene a little bit better for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was it was all right, I guess. Your favorite scene wasn't when they were walking to the sleigh and they start like they do break it. Oh little yeah, dance. yeah. They kind of like they're walking like this and they're like, <laughs> like do you think they planned that before? <laughs> they had to. They all did it at the same exact time. So do you think they heard the music? Like, yeah, they, they heard. There's they, music we, playing in the in the uh, workshop. And they were like, "Hey, guess what we're gonna do? We're gonna go down. Yeah. Maybe you know, probably when they turned the corner, mm-hmm. they were probably already did that a couple of times. Like one person did it and they were like, "Hey, you know, we probably do. Oh, we this, should that's all do funny. It. We should all do it, whatever. Hey. And then they, they were all doing it. Yeah. And then that's just the part we saw on film. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was planned. It was an impromptu plan thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that part is pretty cheesy. Right? Very cheesy. But like how he goes super tech with all this stuff. Like he's Santa Claus for oh, not yeah. even like, a, he's Santa Claus for, this is his first Santa, a year of Santa Claus. And he changes everything about how the old Santa was doing it. Well, it's a it. new generation. 
You got yeah. you got you got to go ahead and come in with the new stuff. You know, he's thirty eight. He wants that tech stuff. He wants the tech stuff. You know, you got the uh, what was it? The CD, the compact disc player, but mm-hmm. it's not compact disc player. It's cocoa. It's <laughs> oh, co- yeah. the cocoa player, the cocoa <laughs> machine, hot cocoa. <laughs> right, and then a little cookie comes out. You got to eat those cookies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, in the kids like this, uh, Charlie's just come up with all these new, fresh ideas. Yeah, he's like a. I hope he comes as, as an engineer when he gets to college. Yeah, he's like a little mini Bill Gates there. Uh, but it's cool. This scene's cool, of course. When you know, like I said, my favorite scene is when they get the little gifts when he throws down the gifts to Neil and the the mom. So you're saying Neil? I forgot what Neil gets. Do you see Neil gets a whistle? Yeah, a weenie whistle. That's what he didn't. That's get That's what for he Christmas. wanted. It was a weenie whistle. His parents didn't get him. A, yeah, like he was like, I want a whistle. And his parents were like, you know what? That's too much for yeah, us. It was like a little Oscar Not Mayer any whistle. whistle. It was a weenie whistle. Okay, yeah, the what does Oscar that mean? Mayer. Yeah, yeah, and it's so funny. He's just like. <laughs> So funny. And then mom, what did she want? Like a doll or something? She wanted like a, uh, do you know what it is, Jen? Oh, a board game? Yeah, it's like a board game. Okay. Like was the, it Mystery Date? Yeah. Was it the Mystery Date game? Yeah, yeah. Mystery Date. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. That's that's normal. The weenie whistle is a little weird. He's just like, it's so funny. It's my favorite part. Would you reevaluate your your choice in a partner? Like that's the one thing you wanted so well, bad. Well, I mean. That first, you didn't get. The, the, like this is where we're at. <laughs> Well, you got to figure, and the whole time he's wearing those really Bill funny, Cosby sweaters. Yeah, the Bill Cosby sweaters, and Tim Allen's just ripping on it the oh whole time. Oh, my God. He rips on it so hard. Yeah. He's like, oh, where'd you get that? The circus or whatever? <laughs> at one point, he starts questioning his own taste. He does at one point. <laughs> he was like, you're right about the sweater to the to the wife. It's a pretty funny movie. It's so funny. It's such a good one. Tim Allen. I mean, you can't have Tim Allen something not be funny. And you know, let's talk about also you know, throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. we're going to get the quick wire, quick facts. You know, this is a big part. I'm not going to get too much into it, but this is a big part of Tim Allen's career. Right. Right. He's like, this is like his prime of his career, I would say. Right. Yeah. And throughout the whole movie, like he's sitting there walking through and he's looking at tool belts. Mm-hmm. Right. And he gives the all the ho, ho, ho. Right. But he's like, ho, ho, ho. Does it like the uh, oh, home yeah. improvement, like Tim In Allen. The tool man, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. He does it like that. So it's, kind of, it's really cool. And of course, this is pre Toy Story. You, did you see he's bringing that character back? Who? Tim Allen. Bring in what character? Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. I thought last you meant the other thing, standing? but that's Chris Evans. Last Man Standing? Yeah, Last Man Standing. Is that a yep, show? Yep. Yeah, I just saw a commercial. Yeah, Chris Evans. I mean, we're talking about Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. I don't think Tim Allen has anything to do with that, though. But the character. No. This film was shot in the greater Toronto area, and the reindeer used in the film were all from the Toronto Zoo. The trains used in the North Pole scene and the start of the film are all LGB trains. LGB stands for Lehman Grossbahn, the Lehman Big Train in German. Here are some of the stars in the film not previously named. Paige Tomata as Judy the Elf, Peter Boyle as Mr. Whittle, Larry Brandenburg as Detective Nunzio, Jane Eastwood as Judy the Waitress, Kenny Vadas as the ELFS leader, Chris Benson as Fireman O'Hara, and Marie Gross as Miss Daniel. Okay, hold on a second. We're going to sit here and listen to you, Alex, which I love you to pieces. Thank you. But every week, there's something that you mispronounce. I mean, but you can names. hit you can hit that German name with the perfect <laughs> accent and not even skip a beat. He's probably looked it up like eight times before he said it, though. I I looked up how to say the first part of it. Yes. And then the second part of it, and the third part. But of it. But you hit it. But you hit it perfect. Yeah. The enunciation, 
you know, whatever it is you needed to accent on, you did. I mean, if it's Northern European, it's better for me because that's what my heritage is. Oh, my gosh. But yet you say Mary Gross says Marie Gross in the same. Oh, hey, I looked that up. I looked up how to say last name and someone said and someone says gross somewhere. So I was like, oh, I guess it's gross. Did you just say- I'm not commenting on the gross. I'm oh. commenting on the Mary versus Marie. <laughs> Did you say this is from your heritage? <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> what, what is your heritage? Like what? Like, it's uh, all over Northern Yeah, European. so what does that mean? Because it allows you to, it allows you to talk what away. Is like, it's kind of like, you know, like Harry Potter and you somehow get magical powers from like your grandparents, ancestors exactly. that goes down with you. So yeah, you're- Okay. I bet you you pick up Italian really easily. (laughs) I doubt it. (laughs) But what did I say? Marie and not Maria? What? It's Mary, and I think you said Marie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I did. It's just funny because it's all in the same, in the same little blip. For one week in November 1994, Tim Allen had a number one movie at the box office, Santa Claus, though a number one rated television show, Home Improvement, and the number one New York Times best-selling book, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. Allen has a criminal record, and Disney has a no-hiring-of-ex-cons policy. An exception was made in his case. At one part during Santa's tour of the workshop, Scott Calvin tries out a tool belt, then shakes his head as if to indicate that tools aren't for him. This, of course, is a reference to Home Improvement. There are some hidden Mickeys in the film. One noticeable Mickey can be found when Scott and Charlie are leaving the North Pole in the sleigh and pass by the moon, which has a Mickey Mouse logo on it. Gotta get those hidden Mickeys in there. Now, you just watched it, and you wrote this history, so did you see the Mickey? I did not notice it. Okay. Yeah. I should have looked for it, but I didn't. Okay. I can tell you I did notice some of those other things, though. I did notice, you know, uh, one part during Santa's tour of the workshop, Scott Calvin tries out a tool Mm -hmm. belt. Did notice that part, you know, and I did notice the um, Tim the Tool Man, Taylor. Did they mention it in here? Reference. What? Uh, the ho-ho? The ho-ho-ho. Ho, we didn't mention no, it. No, no but they, they definitely did it. Right, right, right. So, but I mean, like I was saying before, this is a big part of Tim Allen's career. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is probably the prime prime of his career right here. Home improvement was like massive, like mm-hmm. huge for him, you know? That probably was to his benefit that it was so popular at that time. You know what I mean? Um, That he was already so popular with that, that kind of helped to negate what was going on with, you know, his history. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, everyone has issues, you know. Uh, not not everyone, but everyone has. I mean, there's, you know, you change over time, mm-hmm. right? And uh, just because it's you own made, personal redemption arc. Yeah, exactly. And just because you made mistakes when you were younger shouldn't really, depending on what it is, really shouldn't affect, you know, you changing as a person. Because everyone's changing, right? Everyone ha- has their own, you know, uh, demons, I guess you can say. And I don't know. Yeah, no, like Steve said in chat, Robert Downey Jr. There's yep. a huge example of that redemption. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Or yeah. a success story, I guess. Yeah. Dopey is another good one. What? Not joking. <laughs> he's just because he saw the picture in chat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the role of Scott Calvin or Santa Claus was written for Bill Murray. After reading the script and being offered the lead role, Murray declined. The film was originally going to be released by Hollywood Pictures, but after positive reactions from test screening with children, it was shifted to Walt Disney Pictures. Hollywood Pictures was still credited and was mentioned in the early trailer. The director, John Pasquin, 
had a cameo as Santa number six in the police lineup. Robin Williams, Chevy Chase, and Tom Hanks were all considered for the role of Scott Calvin before Tim Allen was eventually casted. Can you imagine Bill Murray doing this? No, no. not at all. Like it doesn't seem like it's written for him when you think about it. No. Uh I can't see Robin I can't see Robin Williams. I think Robin Williams would have done a really good job. I don't know about Chevy Chase. Tom Hanks, I guess. I'm not of the people you listed, Tom Hanks is the only one I could see playing that appropriately. I mean, you don't think Robin Williams can have played it? He's America's dad. He can do anything. Yeah. There you go, Trevor. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you don't you don't think Robin Williams could have pulled it off? I think uh... he would have been too hyper to be Santa. Yeah. I was looking at Tom Hanks' career the other day. It's crazy how like he started on like Bosom but and Buttons was like the biggest thing. And then he did not have a hit. Like every two years he'd have a hit movie come out. It was like crazy. And he still has hit movies coming out. I know, but it's just crazy how constant it's been since then. It's just it's nuts, his career. He's the ultimate Hollywood good guy. Yeah, he really is. He really is. He's America's dad. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ready for quick fire? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. In November of 2020, with the pandemic limiting new releases, the Santa Claus was re-released in 1,581 theaters and grossed $481,000. Freeform and AMC have played the film during the holiday season with record ratings. The movie was nominated for eight awards and won two, the BMI Film Music Award and People's Choice Award Favorite Comedy. The film's original title was Such a Clatter. In the first draft of the movie, Scott Calvin was supposed to shoot Santa Claus. Oh my lord. <laughs> that was mine I did too. It was like, wow. That's pretty hardcore, oh. huh? Well, remember, it wasn't supposed to be a kid's movie, right? Well, clearly. It wasn't even a Disney movie yep. at first. Oh my goodness. So that's why it was... De- I mean, well, imagine you know, a darker I mean, version par- of this movie. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I think that there is some... Uh, there's some like, you know, those people who take like a movie and they make like a promo for the movie uh-huh. and then it's like they, they make it totally opposite of what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, I, I think those. they did it with this. Like, there's like a murder movie. Mm. Like he pretty much killed Santa type of thing. That's a good one. I love those kind of trailers. Those are yeah. funny. I did, I did not know they released into theaters in November. I'm not saying I would have gone and saw it, but uh, it's pretty cool. I believe I saw it in the movie theater. No, yeah, when but they, they re-released it. it this year. Oh, okay. 20, okay, okay November. Yeah. Movie theaters are open. Mm, I think some, some of them are. Yeah, November. Yeah, I think so. I think that um, certain places. At someone least. was playing Elf in a theater around here. Oh yeah, one of the theaters. Yeah, when people were going. I don't think our local theater is open though. Anytime I drive past it, it's dark. Whenever and oh, maybe not. The Santa Claus is a Diz his Christmas favorite and is a must-watch for us during the holiday season. <laughs> Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. 
Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of these unusual times. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause, and that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon, we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 If you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. Oh, hey, Alex, by the way. Mm-hmm. Your memory, can you go ahead and do the memory music that you played for the last episode on this one too? I am. I plan on it. Okay, it's really good. Uh, Trevor helped me with that. Did he really? I'll huh? tell you. I sent it to him and he made it sound good. So you didn't do it on your own? No. Oh my gosh. No. I, <laughs> no. I, I, I did it and then I was like, hey, Christina, how's it sound? She's like, sounds all right. And I was like, okay, hold on. And I, I said, Trevor, can you help me out? And he's like, yeah. So I sent it to him and he auto-tuned it. And he uh, also, he said he, he put the pieces closer together to make it sound better because it was too far off. First off, let's just talk about this for a second because after I heard that, I was like, man, Alex is getting pretty good with editing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he totally just crushed my dreams. I was like, I sent it to Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's cleanup crew every time. <laughs> yeah. He said, he, when he got it, he said, it's not too bad. Uh, uh, but then he made it better. As bad as he can, as good as he can make it. Because when I re-listened to it, I was like, wow, is that what I sound like when I sing? I thought it was better than this. Apparently I'm not. Okay, so memories. Alex, you got any memories? Um, you know, not really. I mean, I've watched this movie a lot growing up, so it all kind of blends together watching it every Christmas. So I don't have any particular memory. It's just uh it's just the movie's just so funny. It is all really, the different it is scenes. Really funny. I mean I mean, we were talking about it like, you know, I was talking with you about it, and I know I saw it like maybe a couple weeks ago. So the scenes are fresh in my mind, but I'm always memorying the scenes in the movie. And uh it's one of those movies I you know, I don't quote a lot. But if I were to watch it more than once a year, I definitely would start quoting it more often, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how about you, Jen? Uh, I mean, I don't have any specific, like, happy, warm and fuzzy memory tied to the movie. I like it, but just there's there's nothing that stands out to me. Okay. Which is fine. Uh, what you, about you? Yeah, I do have some memories. Like, I remember... So it goes like this. Because you go a while without watching it, right? You watch it, like, once mm-hmm. a year, Christmas time, right? Probably before I watched it with my son, maybe like, you know, last year. Uh, I haven't watched it years. I, had, I didn't watch it for years, right? I remember watching it. I watched it today with my son, my wife, you know, 
and uh, it's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. It is really a funny movie. And you go and you forget. Like you're, you're about to watch it. And you're like, ah, uh, whatever. You know, Santa Claus. And you get into it. And it's like this is funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sure of the last time I d- I watched it with my son, it was the same thing. It was kind of like, oh man, watch Santa Claus. Hopefully, this is his first time watching it. I'm more excited about that. Right. And you start watching it, and you're like. You know, this is like this is a funny movie. Like mm-hmm. Tim Allen has so many of those one-liners in there that it gets you laughing for sure, like gut laughs that are, that are just funny. Uh, he like him like this. He throws in little jabs at Neil, mm-hmm. right? I love those little one-liner jokes and yeah. those those little jabs that that's, that are just hilarious. My son definitely liked it a lot more this year. Yeah, for sure. He's yeah. starting to like movies a lot more. Right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's definitely starting to like the movies a lot more. Like we watched Jingle All the Way, and I was like, "Did you, would you think of Jingle All so the this Way?" First time watching it. Well, he watched it maybe a couple years ago or a oh, year yeah, ago. But he didn't remember it. Probably. No, no, no. He he liked it this time. Yeah, the movie's awesome. Santa Claus. He liked Santa Claus this time. You know, I asked him, like, "Hey, what do you think of it?" He's like, "Yeah, I like, I, he's like, I, I like the movie. It was funny. It was good." Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's it's awesome to see him liking these movies because they're special to me in a way. You know, and yeah. and it's not only me. Um, I mean, if you look at the top Christmas movies, the Santa Claus is on there. Yeah. So it is. My favorite scene in the whole entire movie, though, is when he goes to Denny's. No, is it Denny's he goes to? Yeah, he goes to Denny's. That scene with Denny's is the <laughs> best scene ever. He's like looking at all his ads with their yep. kids, and then when one dad waves to him, his hands like yeah, bandaged yeah, yeah. up because it hurts like, so much. He goes, he goes like turkey or whatever, something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, yeah. and he, yeah, his hands all bandaged <laughs> up. He's like, oh, it's like them and the Japanese businessmen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's funny. They're like, he's like, oh, because uh, the, the Judy's name of the girl. Yeah, he's right? like Judy. Yeah, yeah, and he, she goes, "Oh, you're one. Are you with the with the group? You know, the Japanese businessman." And he's like, "No," and she she's like, "Oh, you're one of those." And then she takes him to like the little. Yeah. They have their own little area with uh-huh. all the dads that kind of like burnt their dinner. You know. <laughs> and then what is it? The son asks for something. He's like, "Yeah, sure you have." She's like, "Nope." Yeah, she's like, "Nope, all out of that." And, he's, and she's like, uh, "Okay, can I go ahead and get chocolate milk? Chocolate milk?" And she's like, "Nope, out of that." And he's like, "Oh, at least we can get some apple pie." She's like, "Nope, nope. all out of that too." <laughs> Like that 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 part right there, that part is like really funny when when oh, all the so other dads funny. are there. Yeah, it's, so it's like funny. the movies is filled with those kind of like little little funny things. It's probably things that you just kind of appreciate as you get older, you know, and like you're you're at different points in your life where you're like, oh, now this is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. With it being the holiday season, we have a great gift idea for whomever in your family is looking for cool, unique, and colorful earrings. Champagne and Clay is a jewelry store specializing in clay earrings with many different unique styles for anyone to enjoy. Their earrings are light and stylish and comfortable enough to be worn all day. All the earrings are color customizable. Just message them with any questions and they will gladly respond. Visit etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. That's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. And be sure to let them know Diz has sent you. Tis the season to make sure your home reflects that holiday feeling. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has got the smells for you. Christmas is always about those warm baked cookies, so make sure to try the North Pole Cafe Wax Melt. Fresh baked gingerbread with notes of cinnamon, ginger, cloves, and rich vanilla alongside a cup of steaming hot coffee with a hint of mocha and sweet cream. Or grab the Queen's Apple Pie, a perfect blend of baked apples, lightly spiced with cinnamon rich filling in a warm baked crust. This smell will make everyone ready for those holiday baked goods. So make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com and use code DIZHIS20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays. 
all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your house. That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyscented.com and make sure to put in the code DizHis20. So, Jen, what did you do in the world, uh, world of Disney slash news? Uh, let's see. I had to cancel an Epcot visit this week because everybody bailed on me. So that was sad. <laughs> you could have gone by yourself. I could have gone by myself. Do you, but... Hold on one second. So you had an opportunity to go to Disney by yourself and you didn't? No. Um, listen, moms do a lot of stuff for Christmas, right? Y- yeah. So... If I if I take the day to work on more stuff, I know you're laughing at the Saturday Night Live thing. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, was like, I, got thought, I, I got a robe. I got, I got a, robe. a robe. She's like, I'm gonna make breakfast in my new robe. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a that was such a funny skit. Yeah, it was. Listen, do you know, man, SNL, man, but SNL nails those Christmas oh, skits, yeah. right? Yeah, Remember, my favorite's the Matt Damon. Yeah, one. the one with Matt Was Damon. Last year? Yep, yep. The one Matt Damon with Eddie Murphy. There's this hilarious. Remember the one with Annie Murphy? Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, everyone bailed on me. So it was like, do I take a day and try to get some more stuff organized around the house or do I go by myself? And so I just took the day to get some stuff done. So. I don't think I'd go to Disney by myself. Oh, I totally would. I don't think I would. I don't like wait. I wouldn't like waiting in line. I guess if I had headphones, I guess if I had headphones, I could just listen to podcasts the whole time. Like the Diz His podcast, but I think I don't know. I feel like it'd be boring by yourself. Oh no! So listen. So one day, once upon a time, I went to Hollywood Studios with Joey. Even though I was with Joey, uh-huh. you know, I had to wait on Joey. I mean, not right. really wait on Joey, but it was kind of like I was there by myself. I didn't have up. any. Yeah, I was meeting up with someone there, mm-hmm. you know, and but I was there by myself, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've done. I've done the do go by yourself i mean take like your kid like it just like a me and and a one of my you know like a kid a young kid kind of day and that was fine because i mean you know that's kind of like going by yourself but no, no, not. not so i would go i would go to epcot by myself and just people watch because that's my favorite part is just watching people in various stages of meltdown and relating to it <laughs> and be like no, I'm, not having, was... I'm not having one of those today <laughs> i'm by myself <laughs> Yeah, and then at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I kind of missed that meltdown. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else I did in the world of Disney. We watched um, the Disney, the uh, Christmas. Oh, um, yeah, me too. The Christmas, you know, the oh, decorating same... the parks. Oh, really? How was that? Um, we were definitely good. Feel good. Makes us like when we watched the... Um, they had different segments, you know, so they had talked about small world at Disneyland, you know, and decorating it for Christmas. And it's been like 20 years since I've seen that. And, mm-hmm. um, we were, I was watching it with my husband and then he, he's like, we need to go. And I'm like, yeah, we need to go. So it definitely, uh, does that. And I love how in the middle of all of it, they just drop a commercial about Disney vacation club. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. You're minding your own business. And then they're like, Hey, do you want to have more of this? That kind of thing. Of course so, you want to But that was it. cool. Um, you know, it was fun to kind of, you know, see how much effort gets put into it, but kind of sad at the same time because you're looking at these people knowing that they filmed it last year and you're like, 
does he still have his job? Does mm-hmm. she still have her job? Yeah. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. sad. It's, it's really sad. So, uh, and yep. that's about it. I mean, it was a low key kind of Disney week for us. Talking about Disney Vacation Club, I think it'll be a lot of fun to do an episode on Disney Vacation Club. Mm-hmm. We could do that. Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Because mm-hmm. even though, you know, I'm Disney Vacation Club, uh, whenever I go to resorts, you know, you always have those channels that you watch, right? You have the one that you watch every, almost every time you go there, which is, you know, uh, pretty much that goes, the, the, the girl, she's going through all the parks and kind of, you know, talking about the parks and what you can do at Disney. I think it's called like what... What what's the name? You know what's the name of that channel? Well, it's changed over the years. Yeah, but there's that one channel where she's going to all the parks, and of course they have the DVC channel, and I like watching that DVC channel. And they got the little puppet. You know what I'm talking about? You know what channel I'm talking about? You already drank the Kool Aid. You don't need to watch oh, it. Well, I like watching it because like it, it kind of reminds me why I got it. It's like oh, I can do I can do these things. I can do these things. It reminds me of why I got Disney Vacation Club, which is because you know I want to be able to go with my family and friends and be able to go ahead and go to all these cool places, go to Disney and have a great time. So it just reminds me of it even, I don't know, I just like watching it. <laughs> we, we usually don't turn the channel off of um, the background music with the um, thing that cycles through with all the different, you know, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, TV usually stays on that. Mm-hmm. How about just you? Uh, background music. Okay, so uh, of course we recorded our last Mando. Uh, Mando review for our Patreon members. So if you want to go ahead and join our Patreon and listen to our Mando reviews, the search is his on Patreon. Also, we are going to be giving out giving away a wax melt today. Oh yeah! So I have it all ready to go, oh, and we yeah, have yeah, yeah. we have some of our Patreon members in our Zoom chat all listening right. live right now. So I'm gonna spin the wheel. Let me see if I can sh- show the people in the chat right here. There we go. Yeah, that's it's focused. Almost, yeah there we go. Is everyone on the there? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Hold oh, say, well, it's focused. Christy. Oh, Christy. And she's in chat today, too. All right. Yeah. C, uh, CK. I, oh, I'm not going to say that. But yeah, she's in chat right now. Nice. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Because, Congrats. Yeah, it's awesome. She's usually in class, but she's out of class for the semester. Oh, so she was okay. able to join us today. Oh, cool. So she actually just won, which is super awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. So, Christy, I'll message you in Discord later. And you got to let me know uh, which... Um, Three chicky chack, three chicky chicks wax melt. Which one you want? Which uh, scent? And then uh, what else did I do? Oh, so my son, uh-huh. he started. He watched like the Descendants movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And he not only did he watch the first one, he yeah. watched like all of them. Right. And I didn't watch it with him. He was over at my mom's house. You know, yes. He slept over at my mom's house and he watched them all over there. And so he's been playing the soundtrack. Yeah. Now your mom like loves those movies. Yeah. And guess what? The soundtrack's pretty good. Do you like it? Yeah. Because I was saying because. Uh, my wife was saying Nick's listening to the soundtrack a lot now because Mel was saying how she knows all the words. Yep. And I was saying, oh, I'm so I was like, I'm so glad Emma picked Zombies instead of uh Descendants because the songs Descendants are okay. I think Zombies music is better. Well, the Zombies are original. When the Descendants mo- song, some of them are based off of you know Disney Disney songs. Yeah, I, I don't even know that. D- did you listen to it? The soundtrack? No, not not I mean, fully. They have like Be Our Guest, but it's more of like a pop version of Be Our Guest. Right. You know, and they have some a whole bunch of other Disney songs uh-huh. also that are really popular, but they're more, I guess they're cooler to listen to, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? Right. I mean, nothing beats the originals, but this they're more upbeat and they're like rapping a little bit, I guess you can say, you mm-hmm. know, in some of the some of the songs. Have you heard it, Jen, or no? No, we're, we're, we're past that point in our house we you know we've graduated <laughs> from those movies unfortunately uh-huh. well the songs are actually pretty cool i think in my opinion uh so you know we i've been listening to the soundtrack with my family uh-huh. you know all week and uh yeah that's pretty much it go ahead alex uh so i watched uh disney channel's holiday house party which is on disney plus 
and uh, it was actually pretty funny. It's it's it stars channel Disney Channel stars, so it's more kids that are in the TV shows. Uh, one of the shows I like is Roll with It. It's a really good show. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. Even adults, I recommend it because it's it's funny. Um, and it was actually pretty entertaining. It wasn't it wasn't you know it wasn't like I was forced to watch it. Well, I was forced to watch it because my daughter was watching it. But while I was watching, I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. This is kind of funny. The skits they were doing was was funny. Uh, and, uh, it was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that's about it. So that's the His on the Santa Claus. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, it's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.